Hey praise heads. Hey praise heads. This isn't the this isn't the way we usually start the episode, right? Uh before we get going, um I wanted I I had something important to uh to talk about. Um sometimes here on the praise down, we like to have fun, right? That's I've, our that's yeah. our number one rule. And uh sometimes a choke goes a little too far. Sometimes that is true. Sometimes you riff. Mm-hmm. And you riff and you riff and you're intoxicated mm-hmm. on the vibe. Sure. And it can go dark quickly. We're, of course, talking about our previous episode, the John Rubin episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I am of the mind that we were a little mean to John Rubin. Uh, I, I would like it to be known that I, I don't think that's possible. Well... I, I suppose the co-host of this show that you can you can have a you can have an opinion apart from my own. Sure. But uh John, when that episode came out, I was I was personally mortified that you would find it mm-hmm. and uh not like us. That would be a lot for me to deal with. Uh so John, I be- I believe I believe your uh your body of work deserves a little bit more of a discerning look. Mm-hmm. And until we can do that, I am hereby rescinding my rating of six disciples and one Judas. Wow. Um, I, I I would like it to be known just for our listeners that as a reviewer uh, with integrity, I am standing by my review of uh, three disciples, one Judas. And, uh, you know, nothing, you know, you, you, all you Reuben heads can beat down my doors all you want. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stand by this. I think, you know, based just on what we heard last episode, uh, that, uh, the, the, the work that we heard was, it seemed cynical and, uh, low effort. I'm trying to apologize. (laughs) You know what? This is a formal apology. I look, I do apologize. No, I, never mind. I don't. Well, John, I apologize from, from our family to yours. And I am okay with the official position of the praise down being that the podcast as an entity apologizes to John Rubin. The podcast as an entity apologizes, and I personally apologize. I do not personally apologize, but I do sign off on the apology. All right. Without further ado, we'll, we'll get on to the episode. We have a good one for you today. Last time on the praise down. Welcome to the Praise Down. It's me, Heath Huffman, and with me is Alex Sanchez. It's 7 o'clock. 
Uh, hello and welcome. We're uh, we're here with Eric Goss. Hello, Eric. Hello. And uh, Eric, we're we're going to talk about uh, the danged Lord, as well as go over a survey course of what I'd like to refer to as the good shit. That's that's, right, that's good a good shit. way. Yeah, yeah. That's that's great. All right, let's uh, welcome to welcome, yeah. Welcome. Uh, uh, guys, we were trying to do an NPR thing. I don't know if it worked out or not. Let us know. I don't uh, even know what NPR stands for. National uh, Nave Pathews Rant. No. <laughs> it doesn't stand. Nonpartisan racism. Ra- ra- racism. <laughs> Nude party. Right now. That's like one combined word. Right, one word. combined word. Mm-hmm. Right now. Right now. Novice poachers. Uh Association. <laughs> okay, well, uh, Eric, I'm, I'm glad that you're here. Um, so you used to be Alex's boss, right? I did. Okay. Yes. Until he surpassed me, and now he's my boss. It's a very complicated yeah. structure. Okay. I am. But... I am your boss. I am no longer with the company, <laughs> but I am still. He's. <laughs> I allow him to boss me around. Right. So that's it's part the of it. big dogs. Yeah, that's right. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I just sew them all day in the, in the house for him, and he he says, "Go back and do it again." Yep. Yeah. Alex Sanchez is a. He's surprisingly alpha. It turns yeah. out. Yeah. It's surprising. He's he's comical and kind and and everything, but then which he are just, beta traits. Yeah, right. He, right. Yeah. But then he just barks orders. Well, I mean, like a I, big dog. I will say that you have. I've got a lot of very beautifully tailored big dogs T-shirts now that really fit my frame. I mean, once I added all the doilies and the frills yeah. and the, the there's fringe on one of them, right? There is yeah, fringe on beautiful. like the shoulders of mm-hmm. it. I look epaulets. like a, it's epaulets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his studded patched punk big dogs T-shirt mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah, yeah. my battle jacket. And that was hard because I had to like kind of distress it and bang it against the dirty floor and mm-hmm. you know just to give it that biker look. But yeah. I think it, I think it's working. It's it's looking great it's weird because he right now he's actually you can't see this because it's a podcast but he's wearing all of them yeah yeah just layered all of them at once yeah, yeah. It, it was colder the crazy yeah. thing about radio is that everything we tell you is real right that's exactly. true yeah. i'm also wearing big dogs t shorts mm-hmm. uh <laughs> it's two t-shirts the t yeah. is for testosterone right, they're testosterone shorts they're meant to uh re- it, it infuses it through my skin mm. and uh, just Gives me more of that masculine. That's actually a brilliant, brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. Testosterone shorts. Testosterone. I mean, that's shorts. right there where the testosterone needs to be. Exactly. In the short area. Right. With alpha dong technology. Mm-hmm. Alpha dong. <laughs> Brought to you by Super Male Vitality. Yes, right. I, I did. Folks, used to be Alex's don't forget, boss. Yeah, right. I feel like I've contributed we to forgot. his his professionalism uh, yeah, and maturity I, I that he's so. exhibiting. This is great because so. you you kind of offer. Uh, a sort of window into Alex that I don't usually get to see. What's it like to? Uh, what's it like to? What's it like to be? Uh, what's it like to work with Alex? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, mostly it was a really positive experience. Sure. Well, we're he, gonna we're gonna double blind this. Um, it <laughs> okay. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was good. Eric, you can't listen for a second. Okay. Alex, what, what kind of employee would you say you are? Te- oh, just awful. Okay. <laughs> what would you say your? Uh, what would you say your like efficiency quotient at work is like? What percent? Pretty, pretty good actually. No way. I, I don't. Well, because I I when someone's on the phone with me, I want them to like me, so I, I'm more likely to help them solve their problems. Mm-hmm. So like I'm pretty good at that, uh, just because I I don't like conflict. 
you do talk to a lot of old people in every job you happen to work at. That is true. So that is true. That's kind of the through line with your employment experiences. <laughs> okay, Eric, welcome back. What kind of employee would you say Alex is? Uh, I would say that he was generally uh, he was good. I mean, I, I, everything wow. that he did was was remarkable, and uh, it was really the only thing that I really complained about is mm-hmm. he really, really felt the need to eat that tuna salad every single just non-stop yeah it was weird too because it was for breakfast oh that's lovely alex i used to eat tuna for breakfast at my job uh that's why we were both office pariahs (laughs) i got shamed into not doing it anymore despite the nutritional value of that damn fish Uh, it's huge that's how they get to be so big is from all the nutrients there's so much mercury in it too so it's good it's It's pretty good i was mad as a hatter at that job (laughs) how efficient would you say alex is as an employee i think the mercury poisoning probably (laughs) yeah did a lot like helped him to be very speedy Mm -hmm. that's the key ingredient in alpha dog yeah Mm -hmm. it's mostly mercury Mercury. yeah Uh, um, well, if this was a dating game, you guys would have to get a divorce because <laughs> Alex thought he was a terrible employee. Oh, no. Whoa. Well, uh-oh. oh, no. Good thing he's no longer. Yeah. Well, I don't there. know about I don't, I don't know, know if that's... I'd say good thing. Uh... <laughs> but no, he did love to talk to the old ladies. Yeah, though. it was nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and those were just the ones that worked in the building. <laughs> so, but he. The ones on the phone, I don't know. I, I don't know. He, I think he still liked that, too. No, you you were you were you were good uh, you were good with the with the people. Mm-hmm. Good, he's still good with the people. Who's like, the best old person that you both have had to talk to? Oh my gosh, no, oh. that's so hard because yeah. there's Who's so the many mom? of them. What, didn't the didn't the lady kind of ask you to come home or like come? She okay. Like she oh. wanted you to. There was this lady named Olga. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the German. She was Spanish, Spanish. actually. Apparently, <laughs> German yeah. Hispanic. Olga. Olga. Yeah. She yeah. was she was well traveled. She was. She was well traveled. She talked about how she one time met Marilyn Monroe. That's right. That's right. And she like look. And and what I'll say is this: was all of it true? Who cares? Um, because she she told great stories, and then at the end of the phone call, this was forty five minutes for a two minute problem. At the end, like of the most show. of the calls go, sure, so, sure. So inefficient employees. <laughs> well, going, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow, well, this was a Thursday. It was, it was slow. Um, kind of had to stretch it out. Yeah. Uh, she, she ble- She gave me a blessing. Mm-hmm. She said, "Alex, I want to give you a blessing." And then she was like, "May your days be long and filled with love, and may that like it was so nice." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I, and and then and then you hung up, up and on then her. I hung yeah, up on you're her. just like, like, bye. All right. Well, thank you so much. Beep. She called like two weeks later just to make sure I was doing okay. Yeah. Wow. She was. Yeah. She, she wanted to follow up on her blessing. Yeah. Making sure it, it did not. It it's, didn't work. It's weird because now she called up the other day and it was a she. She said, "I would like to curse you." That makes sense. Me. No. Yeah. And it was really weird because this string of just German, Spanish, <laughs> like um, like a, a mix of both of those languages. Mm. Was, How's the curse going? Uh, it's been okay. I well, you guys can see. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. one how of, are your crops? Um, <laughs> well, the the crops have seemingly been unaffected. Okay, that's good. It's mainly been um the livestock. So ah, yeah, livestock I, curse. Mm-hmm. Good well, time to go vegan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been eating vegetarian actually 
for quite me a too, while. man. It like it's really good. I shit so much more often now. Yeah, I mean, like at least eight times a morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is, I mean, it's good. It's you just have to adjust your schedule. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Just, there's just a lot more time you have to cut out for that kind of mm-hmm. thing. You're it's on that Uberman you... sleep schedule now. Uh. Mm-hmm. But a pooper man, <laughs> pooper man, pooper man. He was, he was in that, uh, that like offshoot of a like the Avengers. He was mm-hmm. in Mega Man Two. Right? Mega yeah. Man Two. Okay. All right. I think I saw the trailer. <laughs> what was? So. He's a shitting car driving <laughs> mini boss. Yeah. yeah. He yeah, has yeah. a toilet in his car. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. why don't we all? Yeah. I mean. He... Hey, you know what? Car toilet. Car toilet. Mm-hmm. There's no way truckers haven't at least tried it. Mm, no, they've done yeah. it. They're, yeah, like, what do you think big gulp cups are for? I mean, that's why they're that big. <laughs> oh, those giant mugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's it's for holding a turd. In. It's, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like that's why they're airtight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it can be sealed. Turd in a thermos. <laughs> Third. A thermos. Turd We're getting real off track. Uh, Eric, how's your walk with the Lord? So that was a great transition, Alex. I wanted <laughs> to tell you, you that so was much. fantastic. So from um, best transitions the this side of the Mississippi <laughs> exactly. here on the praise down. So pr- praise that, praise that, praise, yeah, praise the that. transition. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and praise anyone who's transitioning. You know, we want to just <laughs> shout out there. I would agree. You yeah. know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. Absolutely. You know what? Uh, I don't think anyone in here is though. No, no not currently. Yeah, okay. no. And thank goodness it seems difficult. It, well, yeah. I mean, Halloween is right around it's the corner, expensive. so <laughs> you might be transitioning into a werewolf. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know that to be. I noticed your facial hair was a little bit uh, less. Listen, so yeah. You're trying to hide something. I, maybe. Listen, I just shaved this morning, and I've already got. Five days stubble. Can you be a twenty-three-year-old teen wolf? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might as well be my Twitter bio. <laughs> Just Arrested Development Wolf. Yeah, absolutely. Are you? So let's just talk about your facial hair for sure. just one moment. Sure, sure, Did you sure. have that when you were fifteen? Did it grow? That no. Oh, okay. I was a I was a late beardman. Well, I'll just say when I was in youth group, and this will this will kind of bring uh, this is going to bring everything full sure. circle. So there was a, a a kid, I don't remember his name, and no one ever talked to him. So that's you know yeah hell yeah just like yeah, a typical him, church yeah, yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> and he was a he was twelve or thirteen and had a full mustache and like a little bit of five o'clock shadow and oh. was also a sci-fi author. Don't all those things just kind of go together? Was like, Terry Pratchett in your youth group? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just is. like a Muppet Baby's version of Terry, Terry Pratchett. Pratchett was. <sighs> that sounds like a Billy Madison situation, but the <laughs> it really wasn't. <laughs> it was like he was legitimately the same age as all the other junior high boys, and just a did full you, mustache. Did you Whoa. test like, his DNA? Like a like what was Magnum PI kind of style? What? Almost. Yeah. No, we didn't test this. How was his sight? That didn't exist back then. I'm I'm oh. old. That's oh. that's something you should know. You're never too like DNA's been around forever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a we we just started, late twentieth century. We thing. just yeah. started being made of things in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, right. <laughs> DNA was invented like three years before the movie Gattaca came out. <laughs> I thought it was invented in the the year that Jurassic Park. Mm, you're right. You're right. That would have been ninety four, four, three, two, one, three. I don't know. So yeah, I was a youth pastor for decade and a half. Wow. That's... From yeah, like. 
I don't I, know. I feel for like long that's a for pretty, one whole team to be born. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's a pretty sizable tenure, especially for a youth pastor. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, 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 for sure. Because most of them graduate on to regular pastor. Yeah, most yeah. guys either like go up or or they go and do something else. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is the the course I chose. So yeah, I was a, I was a youth pastor. You asked where I was with the Lord. Yeah, we're still tight. Good. Oh, that's a very youth pastor. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Saying tight like that—that's that's that's a youth pastor. Oh yeah, some other youth pastor things are like I eat. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. we've got to be down with the current lingo, right? Not things that are old. No, you've got a you get a newsletter for sure. Yeah, you know how much time I spend on that newsletter, (laughs) that that youth newsletter every week that no one read. Honey, I can't. I got to study the newsletter. (laughs) So I did that for a while, and uh, yeah, I decided um, back in 2010 to, or 2009, I think it was, it was around then, to go start working at an internet e-commerce business, which is a natural path yeah. from the church. Yeah, I mean, like Silicon Valley. Right, exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the show. I was, I was on the show, Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. My character first... name was Ehrlich Bachman. You may recognize <laughs> oh, that. That was, that was you. Wow. Yeah. I had a little bit more facial hair. Wow, that's little, pretty good. A little bit starstruck here. Yeah, this is our first big <laughs> get on the podcast since yeah. uh, the guy from Earthsuit listened to our episode last week. Yeah. Uh, thank, uh, oh, thank you, Adam yeah. LeClave. Thank you, Adam LeClave. Really cool. uh, Adam, come on the podcast. Yeah, Adam, you want to talk? Let's talk. Should we give him a minute just in case he shows up? Let's yeah. Let's yeah, just yeah, let's yeah. just see if the phone rings. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> it doesn't look like it. No, and he doesn't have any of our information, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, Earthsuit was kind of like a. They were a precursor to another band, right? Yeah, Mute Math. Mute Math. Mute Math. Yeah, yeah, I like Mute Math. They're good. Mute Math. Dude, we learned a lot about those guys, and they are very good. Yeah, yeah. they also did rap rock before a ton of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Earthsuit was kind of. It was almost like a like a kind of like a rap rocky, but also. With a little bit of a Jamaican kind of vibe, yeah. or not, not Jamaican, not no, that there's might be like a little reggae in little there, reggae, though, for little, sure. Yeah. A yeah. little bit of Jamaican K Simmons, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, he was really good. He was really mean to that drummer kid. Yeah, he? yeah, yeah. Um, in, on, yeah, in mute with Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> can I can I just can I just pitch? Yeah, j- uh, Jamaican Jamaican uh, Jameson, uh-huh. Jamaican Jonah Jameson. Get me those pictures of Spider-Man. Wow. Eh, you're fired. I'm not even going to try a Jamaican accent because it's... That's okay. I probably probably shouldn't. Yeah, neither of us should probably have done it. Um, But... uh... You, You have a pretty big Jamaican listener base. For this podcast, yeah, so, I, we don't want to. This podcast is in problematic fave territory. Yeah, I would, I would think, I would say so. Um, last thing about Jamaican Jonah Jameson: the cigar is full of weed. Uh, we'll move on. <laughs> it's a blunt. Of it's weed. a blunt of weed. What happened to you tweeting about Groucho Marx, except with a blunt of weed? I'm going silent on it for a while, just to make like a comeback. Like, yeah, they thought they could keep me down, but I'm going to keep tweeting. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. You know, Philip Morris thought they could keep me down. Big tobacco. Oh, I thought sure. you meant the Marx brothers were keeping you down. Oh no. They, no, never. Nope. No, they're they're pretty supportive of Twitter, I've mm-hmm. heard. And weed, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we've gotten a great response from Zeppo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Harpo's dead, I think. Harpo's dead. 
Chico is clinging to life, as far as I know. Groucho's for sure dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Gummo. Gummo? Dead. Nope, that was a movie. Never mind. So, Carl. He was always <laughs> he's always down to party. He was, dude, <laughs> that dude ruled. <laughs> he's, the, he's like the fifth Mark's brother. He's like the... Fifth Beetle of the Marks. Yeah. Uh, he's like the Billy Baldwin of the Marks movies. <laughs> mm, getting in those B-side Baldwins. Yeah, we're, we're very celeb positive on this cast. We love the celebs. Listen, if any celebs want to come on the podcast, feel free to do so. We promise not to do any accents. Yeah, we, we'll put a moratorium yeah. on accents from yeah. now on. Including um, Cajun Homestar Runner. <laughs> as much as we hate to part with Cajun Homestar Sure, sure. So two-parter here what is the most what was the most rewarding thing in your opinion about being a youth pastor for 15 years Uh, just honestly just in a moment of like non-levity you're not levitating right now no i'm firmly planted no i think it was just i think it was building relationships and seeing teenagers like kind of go from maybe being in a broken home messed up into a better place you know and like having a place where they could come and feel welcome and uh yeah just kind of it's really cool now because of the facebook and the things the social media and those things it, like you can kind of keep up with oh were you discussing facebook.com yes uh, okay. it's website. a new yes the website facebook.com the website <laughs> the if it's in the uh in the internet it's like i mean depending on how you access a computer sure mm-hmm. you can get to the internet Okay, mm-hmm. but but Facebook has helped that somehow, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when it's not advertising to me, you can actually mm-hmm. see what's going on mm-hmm. <laughs> in other in people's life. No, seriously, it's cool. Like you, I've seen uh, really cool stuff from former students and stuff that they're doing, and it's really it's rewarding to kind of be like, yeah, I probably had an influence there. That's neat. So that's that rewarding. Rules. Yeah, I like I like that a lot. Part two. It's very it's very neat to be able to facilitate. Things like that, I imagine. Uh, part two, what is the most insane thing that you never thought you would deal with as a, as a youth pastor? <sighs> yeah. Well, because, I'll just... because kids are dumb and parents are crazy, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I've been I've been yelled at by parents for things that I had no uh, control over and everything. So, yeah, that was fun. That's always fun when you get especially when I was young in like t- my early 20s mm-hmm. and adults really scared me. Still A fledgling. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. mean, like because you're just kind of like um, you're a grown up and I'm barely older than these teenagers that i'm working with that's really scary and they're like you didn't do this and i'm like ah, i'm scared but and yeah so that was that was always fun i talked to my boss uh, yeah. yeah yeah his name is jesus <laughs> <laughs> you should probably that is kind of a card that you can play yeah yeah you could play that card a lot well you know actually the lord said that your kid is just bad so you're gonna have to deal with that there's nothing we could do we tried to fix them yeah didn't work You'll see in First Corinthians here, <laughs> J- Joshua. I I did tell a I did in a moment of like, yeah, I'm gonna stick it to the man. That was my mm-hmm. jank. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad it made a in. debut. Yeah, we we did uh, it. I was I told a dad. I said, well, why don't you pray with your kid? And he cried on the phone. Oh, so gosh. I was like, yeah. 
I was like high fiving all my youth uh, pastor friends you, and just you, like you, I got a dad. You high five Jesus. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. It, it made a weird noise because of the hole. Yeah. In his hand. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like a it's, it's like, like made, a wiffle ball. Oh, oh, it made, when you, you oh, know, it made like one of those. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly cutting it. It did. It did. Um, also, just on a funny, this was a funny thing that happened once. This really doesn't have anything to do with students or anything, but. Uh, one time, a home, I worked at this church on the south side of Oklahoma City, uh, and it got broken into one time by this, uh, you know, crazy homeless person who was, we don't, we really don't know why he was breaking in in the middle of the night, but mm-hmm. he, he doesn't know, he didn't know yeah, either. Sure. But the police came out, were called, everything, a, a police dog uh, was running through, and I guess he kind of got the guy sent. He was hiding out in the church or whatever, and he got the guy sent. And the dog ran and like fell into the baptistry, <laughs> which I'm I'm a huge dog lover. Like I love sure. dogs, and I I just wish that I was there to see this scene because first day on the job, a eh, cop dog. <laughs> yeah. the canine unit was. Now the dog chief will never promote me, right? But it is, you know. That is one dog that is definitely going to heaven. Yeah, yeah, that, that's exactly <laughs> what. When they wrote out the police report, they're like, "Dog got baptized." <laughs> now he's rescinded all of his dog sin. Yeah. Now he's just a non-violent dog. Yeah, he's what? very, he's cool. He hands out tracks at the like. He started playing tracks. guitar a little bit. Yeah, he play, he plays the djembe actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or that box that you sit on. Uh-huh. The spank box. The spank box. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. We call this bank box something different <laughs> in my house. What? Just a computer? The or? upstairs bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> the microwave. <laughs> that's that's the burrito warmer. <laughs> uh, the spank box. Spank box was actually one of my favorite Christian bands. So. <laughs> Just weird. Yeah, didn't Zach Smith play in that one? Yeah, I believe he did. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, so I, I guess I'm kind of asking the same question twice. No, like, it's okay. What did you feel like you were the least prepared to deal with when you were put in charge of multiple children for long, long periods of time? The sleep deprivation, for sure. Really? Like lock-ins. Oh, because I love I mean, I love to sleep. I don't know. I know Alex loves to sleep. He was always asleep at work. That is that is true. <laughs> I would a take terrible... a 15. Yeah. Uh, hey, Eric, let me tell you, it's the fucking tuna. Man. Yeah. <laughs> like you, have, you need to get him to quit. It's Be- like Tony I mean, Mercury is nature's, you know, mm-hmm. sleep aid. It's nature's <laughs> Z-Quil, Yeah. <laughs> That's all that Z-Quil is. It's mm-hmm. just Mercury. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys want to hear my tuna story before we get back to the task? Yes, man. please. Um, I used to work for DHS. and Tuna capital <laughs> of Oklahoma. Yeah, tuna capital OKC. Mm-hmm. And I went – My this is what my day looked like. I would go to college for the morning, like until noon. I would get out of college, go to Subway, and get a foot-long double meat tuna sandwich. I would eat it. And then go to work and pass out. <laughs> and nobody woke me up. And what? I didn't get fired. What? Yeah. 
What a great job yeah, that description yeah. for the DHS. That's yeah. amazing. And uh how long were these how long were these naps? Oh gee. Uh I think my top one was like forty five minutes. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um I thought you were gonna say how long were these foot long sandwiches? <laughs> they were a foot. <laughs> Subway. They were a foot. Let's get this on the record. They okay. were a foot. Um you guys want to know the calorie count on these boys? Yeah. Thirteen hundred. Wow. Yeah. Would you double meat tuna? I would it's, double meat it, yeah. That's, that's it, so it, powerful. It was just basically not even a sandwich. It was yeah. just a tuna pile. It was it was a tuna pile that I could hold in my hands. <laughs> Ugh, just like a wet how wet was this sandwich it feels like a wet sandwich i would not i wouldn't have trusted it to keep overnight okay yeah. was okay, it yeah he, was it heavier than an actual tuna wait t- our tuna they're <laughs> tuna, large they're like 200 pounds. i would say they're, okay so oh, was, they're 200 pounds so it was one 200 yeah it was like one <laughs> trout worth of tuna <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Measuring fish in other fish is very fun. Now we're talking. <laughs> That's how they do it. That is how you know when in the Finding Nemo scene where the stingrays, mm-hmm. there's a whole cut scene in that. <laughs> now he's like, well, now there's 24 minnows and a trout. <laughs> Five trout in a just fish conversion bass. rates. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> It's, it gets really difficult when you have to solve for X, you know, <laughs> and there's just like one side is just a picture of Dory. Sure. Equal right. like times X equals 37. And it's like a weird kind of unidentifiable, like, like a eel. Like, like is it, it an eel? Oh, like an is ur- it like a like lamprey maybe? Oh, like an, like an urch. A loach. Oh. oh. An urch, yeah. An urchin. What confused me are those sea creatures who you don't know if it's a plant or a fish. Yeah. Yeah, pick one. Yeah. It's like commit, guys. <laughs> sea spon- sea sponges. I'm calling you out. Be an animal or be a plant. First podcast to take a hardline stance <laughs> against sea sponges. Yeah. It's the praise down. Yeah. Praise, Tell your friends. Praise that. Thank you. Yeah. You know, praise, right. yeah praise praise all that. the fishes in the deep blue sea except sea sponges. Sea sponges. <laughs> well, we don't know what they are. You're right. They're tr- right. So so it was like difficult not sleeping. Oh yeah. well, okay. Back to that. So yeah, yeah I mean, there were uh, genuinely there were difficult things. I, I mean, I went through walking kids through their parents breaking up, and we actually had won't go into a whole lot of detail, but it was we had a suicide. Uh, uh, one of our students committed suicide. That was really tough. <gasps> yeah, bringing the tone down. Sorry. <gasps> no, it's okay. This but, one, it's yeah, yeah. We're here for everything. Yeah, we yeah. like to do that. Uh, that was that was really difficult to navigate through. Um, yeah, I mean. It's it's very taxing as far as from that standpoint of like emotionally always having to be ready to deal with people's you know really tough stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, the and it's also difficult. And this shout out to all my brothers still in the church. Uh-huh. It's tough because you feel like this uh, this kind of weird thing where you have to live up to like all these expectations all the time yeah. you know you you worked with your mom for a while and yeah in a church kind of setting and that was it's like you kind of have to walk on eggshells and yeah stuff so i remember you know i remember buying a uh a vehicle and i bought it with like you know the normal way where you give no money you- and then you pay that out for 17 years mm-hmm. you, yeah. you bought it regular right. you, you bought, bought american right. yeah i bought yeah. american for sure yeah and uh i remember being judged for mm. not 
you know, buying something that was more affordable what? or something like that. <laughs> by not by the teenagers, obviously. They were sure. like, Cool car, man. Yeah. Your yeah. IROC Z's awesome. It wasn't uh, an IROC Z. You mind telling us what car? It was a Nissan Titan, so it was American, you know. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, those were not made in America. That's no. a tr- that's a truck, yeah. right? Yes. It okay. was. I'm a I'm the least truck person you would ever imagine to own I'm, a truck. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't think of you as a truck guy. Did yeah. you get did you get I, roped into helping a lot of people move? Well, see, I liked doing that. And I okay. still like doing that. Okay. But yes, I did. What's easier <laughs> to handle, a pickup truck or a 16-passenger van? Oh, let's yeah. we didn't even go there yet. 16-passenger vans. Man, they're fun. No, they're a lot of fun. It's really fun when you have a trailer attached to them full of luggage and oh, forget to close God. the doors all the way. And just and you just, and just whoever else didn't fit in the van. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly the junior high boys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can't put them with the humans. No, obviously <laughs> no. not. Well, and they can't stay long because they've never showered. No. Oh, uh, God. God. Yeah. That's yeah. That was another hard thing, a hardship. Youth, youth pastor problems. Not Hashtag showering. YPP. Not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, uh, any youth pastor listeners we have, feel free to tweet at us using the hashtag YPP. Uh, <laughs> any of your youth pastor problems that you've had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to see a list. We want to hear from you. Yeah. No, I, I one time didn't shower on a church trip so hard mm-hmm. that I got ringworm perfectly around my belly button. Mm-hmm. Ringworm? Yeah, a ringworm, like just like a, just right around my belly button. They call what? that a sixth grader's belly. Yeah, no, for real. That's it's like, you were just growing a new belly button. Your belly button was trying to become bigger. Yeah, that's another thing though. A ringworm is a misnomer. Yeah, because it's a, it's a fungus and not a worm, and it's truly disappointing at that age too, because you're like, oh, I had this freaking worm in me. Yeah, and my mom was like, no, you didn't. Not as cool. Not not cool at all. You don't have to coax it out with food and then wind it around a stick. Uh, we're, we're, we're in good company Which is here. also how you get junior high boys out of the, the room at Falls Creek. <laughs> Except the stick is like a platonic dance. Oh, oh man. Ugh. Which, uh, yeah, I've been to Falls Creek. You've been to yeah. Falls Creek. I... I feel like you've been to Falls Creek. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So we used to do this thing called Miss Falls Creek. Did you ever do that? No. Go on. This is where you introduce young, impressionable boys to cross-dressing. Oh. Oh, so so they're ready for their high school pep rallies. Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So so I I think that this is probably frowned upon, and probably was then and definitely is now, but uh, we we would dress them up in... You know, women's clothes, and they would come down the little stair, and and everyone would judge them, which are like great things to do to a teenager. I, yeah, you know? that is so man, that's mm-hmm. so complicated to untangle. Mm-hmm. Like, but it was so fun too. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Seeing them young boys like a in lot a of... dress. All right. Well, okay. yeah. well, no, I mean that in the most like it Cause, was because if you yeah. make a smart young boy participate in Miss Falls Creek, he might start thinking about gender. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. In and a yeah. constructive You're way. promoting equality. Yeah, yeah. It. And it's just fun. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> so fun to... But to... then there are just other boys that just like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and they're the ones that lead high school pep rallies, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. 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 I've all, we've all been to high school pep rallies. Oh, 
Yes. It's a nightmare. I was at three this afternoon. Oh. Wow. Okay. I no, I don't, that sounds, that went weird. At three different high schools. Yeah. Which high school throws the best pep rallies? You want to give them a shout out? Uh, oh, what's that, uh, what's that performing arts school? Class and SAS. Mm-hmm. Class and SAS probably has kick-ass pep rallies. Cause nobody, nobody cares about what's, their football team. What's the school? I hear Animal Collective played at one. <laughs> All their sketches are have Bjork in them. Mm-hmm. Their their football team is called the the class in SAS Decemberists. <laughs> <laughs> it's very like pirate and nautical oh, themed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Their football players do Aikido instead of tackle people. <laughs> they just put the opposing team in wrist locks yeah. and things. <laughs> Art school football is a great mm. thing for me to think about. It's, it's really mm. going to occupy my time. It's pantomimed. It's just completely <laughs> mimed. Full makeup. You were a mime for a little while, weren't you? No, but I have thought about it. Mm-hmm. That seems... Right? That seems predictable. You're I've not got a French, book about it. You're not a French enough to be a mime. Right. Does suck that you have to be French to be a mime. Does it? Prerequisite. Do you really have to? Yeah. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> the French. What's the? It, it's the French Association of Mimes that will come after you. Basically. Yeah, the FAM. Yeah, the F- FAM. Mm-hmm. They'll keep it quiet too. Mm-hmm. They don't go in. You'll never. You'll never hear them coming. <laughs> it's oh. weird though. If you tell them they're trapped in a box, they can't. They can't. They can't, can't get do it. to you. Yeah. A mime assassin. Here's, he like he comes up behind you, mimes stabbing you, and then mm-hmm. you actually die. I like wow. it. Wow, for like a like a dart gun. Like... What is the what is the French uh, actor that's Mr. Bean? I feel yes. like Mr. Bean would be a great mime assassin. Oh, like the he would. That might actually exist. I, we should I Mr. Bean mime, mime assassin. assassin. Mm-hmm. Rowan Atkinson Rowan just Atkinson. going out there and just. Killing dudes. He mimes a sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be a silent film. It's all black uh-huh. and white. Oh. oh, man. This is art that we're coming up with here. Mm-hmm. He can mime poisoning somebody's drink. Whoa! He can just kind of go. I want him to go home at night after he's performed a, a mime assassination. And then just he sits down and just like pours like a mime glass of like whiskey and he just like can't really deal with his emotions like you know yeah. hey, hey guys wow. i'm sure we'll get back to the podcast at some point but sure. what if john f kennedy was killed by a mime assassin <laughs> <laughs> they can't find the bullet right yeah what if what if the sniper rifle was mimed <laughs> i mean lee harvey oswald definitely has that frame yeah for a mime. I mean, he was he's, thin. He's mm-hmm. all arms and legs. Oswald is definitely a French name. I mean, I, yeah, no, it's yeah, Lee Albi Oswald, Lee Albi Oswald, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, famous mime Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> 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 he mimed the rifle. Oh. I guess this is the last episode of the praise sound because yeah. we're gonna get black bagged like yeah. in twenty minutes. We for this sick riff. 
<laughs> it was just too good of a riff. We're going. Too... We're going to solitary for it. Uh, we're going into our own little box. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Now Lee Harvey Oswald mimed cooperating with the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, best camp to be a youth pastor at. Ooh. Best camp. Like as in a camp, like, camp site or campground? Best like church camp. Church camp. First mm. off, uh, denomination. I was, I was Southern Baptist oh, for a long time. Oh, baby, yeah. me too. So, yeah. so was I, Council mm-hmm. Road. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, I would say like Falls Creek probably – it's like the – the you know default Oklahoma thing, but actually uh, I was also in this worship band in college, and we played a lot of camps and a lot of Disciple Now weekends, True Love Waits rallies, mm-hmm. Disciple Lips Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we played at this camp down in Texas somewhere. I don't remember. I think it was Forest Glen or something like that. It was really cool. It was actually really pretty. And the reason it was good is because our sole responsibility was to like drink a bunch of Dr. Peppers and hang out and then go play for an hour it in the morning and at night. And then the rest of the time it was just dudes like great chilling, like college age dudes. <sighs> you know, I mean, obviously you're not doing, you're not like, you know, yeah. snorting cocaine. Sure, you're not partying. <laughs> but you're, cru- not, you're but crushing you're like, peps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're totally getting on those peps. <laughs> Playing a lot of good, high-energy Frisbee. You're eating a lot of Funyuns. <sighs> See, that sounds great. Yeah, you're doing a lot of Frisbee golf. That's good. Frisbee golf rules. Okay, so uh, I think this is my last question about youth ministry. Okay. Uh, after 15 years, why did you leave? It's a great question. A lot of people ask that. Um, it doesn't, it's not any kind of dramatic thing Mm. where I was like, I realized that God didn't (laughs) exist and I hate everyone or anything like that. It was just like, oh, um, I'm getting older and I want to do something else. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's allowed. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, it it was definitely met with a lot of thought and, and, you know, but it was, it was ultimately kind of like. Yeah, I mean, joke. All jokes aside, yeah, most youth pastors go on to be pastors at a certain age, or they are that really creepy forty-five-year-old youth pastor. Yeah, which I just didn't see either of those working out. So I was like, mm-hmm. uh, I'll go. Uh, but, yeah. but that's a good enough reason, is any? Yeah. I've yeah. done this for enough time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I quit playing French horn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How long? Eight years. Glad you asked. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, something so. I'm sure you wrestled over. With, well, for, yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I published an open letter and <laughs> sent it to my parents. I said I asked them to include it in the Christmas card. Um, but um, so you would still you would still call your outlook very Christian. Yeah, right? I mean, I I still I I although I probably don't uh, attend church as regularly as I did, which was sure. like every day when you work at a church, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I still, I still have a, I probably have a lot different, more of a practice or, uh, you know, just a interpretation of a lot of the things than I did when I was a Southern 
Baptist, you know, which is very straight, conservative, you know, mm-hmm. very denomination heavy. And mm-hmm. uh, so now I just kind of, I believe, a little bit more liberally. And Lots of rules. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, I, I'll tell you the thing I didn't like the most was that I felt like it was a big competition to see who could be moral, more moral. Yeah. And really there was a deep, you know, a de-emphasis on, like, helping, genuinely helping people or being kind, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, and with with me, I was just kind of like, you know, I feel like that's actually the crux of what Christianity was about is, mm-hmm. you know, it's like being kind and helping, other, you know, other people and um, not judging them and not, you know, trying to outdo them and show them that I have more of the Bible memorized than you, so therefore I must be obviously better so i mean there's a reason that stuff is emphasized it's because it isn't easy yeah yeah exactly yeah so so i'd say like the last probably 10 years have been more just kind of re kind of focusing on those sorts of things you know Mm -hmm. trying to trying to be more helpful and kind and loving people where they're at and all that stuff the Jesus thing. Oh yeah. Oh, the Jesus Old thing. Old Jesus. Well, Ooh. we can uh, we can do a little segment that we uh, that we here like to call Real Christian Hours. Yeah. Heard. Yes. Who up? Who up? <laughs> Click like. Smash that like button. It's Real Christian Hours. Hashtag RCH. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you you've listened before, so these are these are really personal, but I but everybody we've asked seems to appreciate us asking sure. them. So uh, the first one is, how do you pray? And that could mean literal prayer. That could mean some kind of practice. Uh, that could mean hoping for things. It's as it's the loosest possible thing, but I feel like everybody does something. Yeah, I mean, I, I spend a lot of time praying usually when I... I like to hike. You know that, Alex? Yeah. And like mm-hmm. out in the in the wilderness and in the great outdoors. I mean, I feel really more connected you know, to spirituality and God and, you know, whatever, however you identify that, like when I'm out in nature and out witnessing creation and, you know, it's just like, Mm -hmm. so I spend a lot of time doing that. That's probably the most like real I get, but also just kind of like, like sometimes I'll just audibly speak out loud and just kind of in my car, you know, or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just kind of more, I believe, that prayer is more about like identifying things within yourself that you want to like improve or work on or, you know, deal with or, or release or say like, Hey, you know, like I recognize that I've got this big decision to make and it's really tough. And like, I have no idea and no direction. And, you know, I, and you're kind of offering all that up to say like, it's kind of like vomit. It's like word vomit in a lot of ways, Mm -hmm. but it's more for you to recognize within yourself. Hey, you know what? this probably isn't that big a deal in the grand scheme of things. You know, it's, it, it, that's kind of where I get with a lot of that. Um, but no, I don't have a specific practice or like a specific place or anything like that, mm-hmm. but it's more of like a mindset and just kind of like coming into agreement that like, I don't know everything um, and it's more humbling than anything like that. You know, I think a lot of people pray because they want something and I don't like that. I always felt like I, that was kind of how I was told to do it. I I don't know what kind of church I grew up in. I don't really like have perspective on that. Mm-hmm. But I grew up in a 
Southern Baptist Church, but it was kind of on the on the mega sort of mixed church side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and everything about praying was pretty sort of like prosperity leaning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because Jesus was the most prosperous person. Right. And he loved it when people had things. I mean, that was the first thing he said, be my disciple. Yeah. Jesus and give lived me... in his car, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was an, a, a, a accord. Mm-hmm. Be- all the yeah, Jesus were... lived in a '92 Accord <laughs> for three years at one point <laughs> while he was while he was preaching. And that then was he... in his 20s, but the part we don't get to hear about. <laughs> yeah, him and Jewel made that album right after that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yeah, sometimes. Like, I feel like the, the further away that I've been from church, the more that I learn about prayer, if that makes sense, or the more I feel like I understand it. Um, because sometimes it's like, yeah, a declaration of intention, uh, but you can you can declare that you want something or that you hope something unfolds in a certain way without asking. Yeah. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, the I, I think I heard this on the Pete Holmes podcast. Um Prayer is one of three things. It's either help, thanks, or wow, mm-hmm. which I really like. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's huh. one, it's one of those three. Um, question, question two: um, Is God humanoid? Um, he's definitely not a human, right? Yeah, but is he is he an- anthropomorphically yeah. like a person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. What's he look like? Does he, have, um, does he have a couple arms, a couple legs, uh, one head? He's one or kind two of heads. like a just kind of like a blob type mm-hmm. shape, like an energy. No, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I believe that he definitely has. Like, I think if you saw him, if he just like walked through the door right now, sure, uh, there would be a lot of like recognition. There would be like, a, oh, okay, I get it. But I don't think that it. I also huh. don't think that we would mistake him for anything else i like that a lot oh uh-huh huh i also kind of think that he could also be sort of like a like a dog <laughs> i mean I, I i and i don't mean that in like the sure but in that i have a, i have two dogs yeah one of them is a boxer yeah without a brain what's his record sure. <laughs> He's a he's a what welterweight. Class is he in? He's a welterweight. <laughs> <laughs> you guys made the same joke. You're friends. <laughs> his name his, his name is uh, oh man I don't even know about I don't know any boxer names. Cassius Clay. Cassius Clay. Jack Dempsey <laughs> Terrier. <laughs> <laughs> no, he. I have the boxer, and then I have a, a mixed dog. But the mixed dog has these eyes that like pierce into your soul. And that's oh. kind of that's kind of how I imagine it. I don't know if it's just a that's just one aspect. I feel like if you were to see God, it would be like, okay, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, huh? It's like both scary and also gentle. Yeah. yeah. Tell mm. me if you've heard this mm. one because I heard this one growing up. I feel like maybe kids my age told me this and they felt really smart mm-hmm. for saying it. They would say something like, if you saw God, you would die. 
<laughs> also, he loves you. Yeah. It seems kind of uh, at conflict with what he was all about. He's that, like, oh. that doesn't seem like the nicest thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, oh, shoot. I killed you. I'm going to hide in a trash can and kill this kid. <laughs> oh, you were just praying. Now I'm here and you're dead. So sorry oh, about that. Oh, this happens yeah. every time. I'm so... St- I always I do this like every ten years. I know I I'll forget. just I'll just never show up anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and no one will have any yeah. evidence. Of yeah, me whatsoever. Y- you guys got it right. Yeah, y'all are good. It's okay. Yeah. you guys are doing great. Mm-hmm. King's great idea. Yeah, yeah we're not crushing it. <laughs> no, we're decidedly not. Yeah. Uh, question three, third and final question: uh, What is the Holy Spirit, and what is the Holy Spirit's job? The Holy Spirit is a spirit Neither. not in the sense of like a like a ghost but although kind of in the sense of a ghost he's been called the holy ghost, the holy ghost. I don't know if yeah. you've heard. <laughs> um i think it's just kind of a kind of like god's internet <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> but it's kind of like a way of keeping in touch and kind of prompting and being there and being present and i think the job like i don't know if the holy spirit's like clocking in every morning at 8 a.m just to be like okay here Mm -hmm. we go to work but i think the job in general is to kind of keep us in in like a i don't know like a network with god like it's I, i that's a weird analogy but, and, and, yeah. and i know the the idea of a trinity is a difficult thing to pin down so yeah. don't take what i'm about to say a little too literally but is it something apart from mm. god and jesus to you does that make sense what i'm asking yeah no i makes sense and i've thought about lots of different ways like how mm. can you be triune and also separate entities and also work and act in different ways and i mean uh i mean obviously michael keaton did it in multiplicity right i mean <laughs> He did. It didn't. She's. Yeah. He was. He was. Sorry, guys. Everything yeah. in that. But so did. Uh, what's the. Mr. The Clumps. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie yeah. Murphy Eddie also Murphy. did it yeah, in the Nutty really Professor well. films. Yeah. Adam Sandler got in on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He did. Jack and Jill. I forgot. Sandman. The Jack, the Jill, and the Adam Sandler. Not to revisit <laughs> this too much, but I feel like Adam Sandler would be the American version of the Mr. Bean UK Whoa. assassination. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you see mm-hmm. the correlation? Yeah. Um, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I mean, I, I've always heard a really good analogy, which is like, you know, I, I myself have a daughter and I'm also a husband and I'm also just a dude, you know, mm-hmm. and I interact in different ways, in different circumstances, in different situations. And so my daughter knows me as a father. My wife knows me as a husband. And you know, Alex knew me as his boss. Right. So in that way, I identify and relate to him differently, mm. although I'm the same person. Yeah. But you're the same people. You're the same person, but you're different people. When I try, people. when I yeah. try to dad him, you know, mm-hmm. like in that way, it was, it got real weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. did that, did that work? Did you respond to that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they actually did always yeah. call me dad. Yeah. Oh, it's it sweet. Yeah. And you got two of them. Yeah. It's oh, nice. My two dads. My mm. two dads. I've Great. got, I got a lot of dads. <laughs> wow, you do. Yeah. Um, my three sons. That was a hit <laughs> in the sixties. We're just, we're just naming sitcoms with my and a number. Alex and I are a pretty odd couple. My th- <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> you are turning into a werewolf. <laughs> oh no! This always happens. <laughs> Uh, all right, that was that was real Christian hours. Mm-hmm. You guys want to talk about the resurrection of Gavin Stone? Yes. Yeah. Oh, great this, flick. Yeah, a classic. We all three watched it. Mm-hmm. I uh, I watched every second of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't blink the entire time. It was a real, it was a real barn burner. I film. had to wear that adult diaper so that we didn't, because I have to, I have to pee a lot. Yeah. This yeah. movie, uh, yeah. three hours long. Yeah, by the way, so long. It was directed by. James Cameron. I believe James Cameron did yeah. do it. It was a huge He always budget. makes the really long. Yeah. Yeah, Jim films. Jim Cam did it. Uh, yeah. Um I got to say Shawn Michaels did a great job mm-hmm. as Gavin Stone. Um Michael Richards did a great job as Gavin Stone's business partner. Yeah, their uh, their chemistry, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have believed it. No. Um not yeah, at speaking all. of odd couples, <laughs> Shawn Michaels and Michael Richards yeah. Well, they're both known for their physical comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Richards for his work on Seinfeld and uh, Shawn Michaels for his work at SummerSlam 2005 against Hulk Hogan. And that unreleased episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, and that unreleased episode of Seinfeld. Uh, and they've both yelled slurs. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. They had a slur off. Yeah, so... That was 45 minutes of the three-hour movie was just them saying every slur they could think of. And 15 minutes of a Seinfeld episode that didn't get released. <laughs> so let's Let, talk about the, the, let's, resur- the resurrection yeah, of let's, Gavin. Let's, let's break this egg open. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plot of the movie is something, you might, something you've seen before. No story is no story is p- totally original. Sure, I can't knock the movie, especially Christian movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, any Christian media really. Yeah, <laughs> praise that. Praise that. Yeah, praise that. Uh, so, Gavin Stone's a stinker. That's how this yeah, movie opens. He's a real, a real dildo. Yeah, that's what the back yeah. of the DVD case. They called says. him Dildo Baggins. <laughs> so. Uh, which was a weird tonal thing <laughs> for a Christian film. Yeah. <laughs> it was also hard to get the rights to... Right. Yeah, and they had mm-hmm. to... James Cameron, he's got that pull. <laughs> yeah. He just walks into a room and says, trust me, guys, trust me on this. Get me Peter Jackson, he says. <laughs> so, so yeah, he was a kind of a... Kind of a knock around young whippersnapper. He's a, he's a bit of a dildo mm-hmm. to, yeah. uh, to his friends. Uh, but his only friend that stuck beside him all throughout growing up mm. was Michael Richards. Michael Richards. Character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was his name? Mm-hmm. Richard Michaels, weirdly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, yeah, it's an odd, yeah. odd title choice. Yeah, yeah it James seems like Cameron. they really came up with it off the cuff. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> because Gavin Stone, I mean, that's a great name. That is a really good name. Yeah, it sounds like a newscaster or a professional wrestler. Ooh, it do- does sound like a newscaster. I'm Gavin Stone. Uh, <laughs> uh, in the first five minutes, he wedgies a priest. He wedgies a priest. Uh, uh, he, uh, which the priest, yeah, enjoyed. Yeah, it didn't. I mean, they they uh, cut well, away. They, it was like, sure. the scene got cut, but you could tell yeah. you kind of. You could tell he he, he wasn't frowning. No, mm-hmm. uh, he. It made you, that you, kind of cartoon noise when he'd like. If you no. check, if you check the extended scene in the special features, mm-hmm. the priest goes, "I love this. Priest underwear is very loose, and this is comfortable for me." 
Which is crazy because that is that is a little fact that they decided to slip in. Uh, James Cameron's a real stickler for detail. Yeah. Uh, Gavin Stone uh, fills up the the baptism with tequila, <laughs> and then all the all the babies that get baptized <laughs> get drunk. Man, that was that was really interesting. But it was all CG because mm-hmm. James. Can't. Well, James Cameron. I mean, you know, although he does like love to shoot real right you know special effects he loves the avatar look oh uh, yeah and, you know most of the movie was cg <laughs> even though it was just things like coffee shops <laughs> office buildings stuff that would be pretty good pretty easy to get as a location they just was michael richards cg <laughs> actually in that they cg'd him to be 20 years younger. well they used yeah. well, I, actually, <laughs> they wanted him to look very they wanted him to look kramer age yeah they they did credit him with the role, but it was actually it's a little known. This was on the the back. It was Andy Serkis. Oh, was, had all the. He's in everything. Dude. Yeah, of I course. mean he he was you know they had all the little tennis balls or whatever ping pong balls all over him, and he. So, so just so everything. we're keeping track mm-hmm. here, James Cameron said, "Get me Peter Jackson. I want the rights to say dildo baggins, and get me Andy Serkis." Yeah, what's a package deal? Yeah, oh, you don't get one with yeah. the other. He was like, "Oh, did you want to use any other names? No, that's fine. Okay, well, you, that's Andy Circus. Well, yeah. you've you've earned one hour with Andy Circus, <laughs> which is how long they took. That was it. Is three hour movie? They call him One Take Andy <laughs> because he's a consummate professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the resurrection. Let's mm-hmm. about. Well, let's talk about the death first. Oh, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's talk how about does... the the death of Gavin Stone. Gavin Stone spends the first twenty minutes." Just doing church pranks. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's like it's like a really mean. It's just like really mean jackass for the first yeah. twenty minutes of the movie. It is rough. Mean because it's all let's do this thing at this church type stuff. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's steal. Sh- let's steal instruments from the sanctuary. Yeah, shaving let's, a nun. Let's mm-hmm. pull all the pages out of the hymnals. Wedgie yeah. a priest. We talked about that. Yeah. Um, let's tequila bath. To, uh-huh. or let's not bathtub, but baptistry. baptistry. Let's put all the Bibles in the fiction section. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he starts out. He's a real internet atheist. He's, yeah. a, he's an R atheist, a moderator. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the opening line of the movie because you he has to you have to tell that immediately. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, declaring it. So just like a good atheist. It's him just logged on <laughs> wearing a fedora. Yeah, <laughs> Sean Michaels. Sean Michaels in a fedora, atheist. which he thinks is just a tiny cowboy hat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him. He's wearing chaps as well in that yes. scene. Yes, yeah. is a great choice. He got to choose all of his own wardrobe, which hindsight mistake. Yeah, so, I don't know why James Cameron <laughs> let him do that. So he was rigging up kind of like a, a really crazy prank, mm-hmm. and it, that's when it backfired. Yeah. He, can you, can we elaborate on the on the prank? You guys remember what the prank was? It was like a Rube Goldberg type device yeah. where it was, yeah. gonna, the, it was like the pastor on Sunday morning was at the pulpit, and mm. because of like all the little cantilevered things, yeah. it was yeah. going a boot was going to swing down from. Yeah. When he turned to First Peter, a mm-hmm. little steel ball fell out of the Bible, right, and rolled onto the floor, down into a into like, onto like a Hot Wheels track. Mm-hmm. It did it did a loop, <laughs> and it hit a car that was had a balloon tied to mm-hmm. it, right, popped, but, and then all of the communion. Cups that were like, you know, staggered, yeah. fell, and the the liquid they went just, through. And they just dominoed yeah, all the domino, way down, all the way down to the wafers. Soaked the wafers. The wafers expanded, mm-hmm. 
releasing a rubber band triggered <laughs> triggered the uh the well it hit the block that was holding the boot and the boot sure. comes swinging down uh-huh. but he didn't know that the pastor was going to was it like he had a motorcycle coming in as like a yeah because oh, like, like, oh, yeah, yeah. oh the motorcycle church was there that day that's right oh, and yeah. they wanted to talk about like how you know Jesus can come into your life and change everything and so and Gavin yeah. Stone he was hid under the rug on the way up to with the, the video camera video yeah camera. he was wanting to get all of it on but mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. run over by thirteen <laughs> motorcycles yeah <laughs> they they all they that which was actually a mistake in itself it was actually a mistake on set. <laughs> too, which was yeah they actually had to resurrect sean michaels for this to finish the movie which I mean, ironically using the power of satan yeah so. <laughs> a little bit of a plot twist yeah. but it's I, I mean unless you watch the full commentary yeah. we watched it with we watched it then we watched it's it with commentary. commentary then we watched all the deleted scenes then we watched all the deleted scenes with commentary Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we then, really we really dug into this film. It's a really interesting thing. To yeah. resurrect Shawn Michaels, they did have to use the devil. Mm-hmm. Like, we've all seen Revenge of the Sith. Right. Mm-hmm. Resurrection is Sith magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But they figured it was worth it to make... They figured that they would save more people, turn more people Christian, than, you know, it only took one of their souls. Yeah, it's like a lesser evil type right, thing. Right, exactly. Oh, whose soul was it? It was actually Michael Richards. It was Michael yeah. Richards' soul. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, rough. yeah. They were like, you've sinned the most here. You could probably. They got like a huge deal off of it, too, because he was going to hell anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for sure. But Satan just didn't know who he was. So they were just like, how about this guy? He's great. That was a really hard scene for Andy Serkis to kind of act out, though, because playing a soul, leaving a body. <laughs> And being put back in yeah. is really tough. It's very mm-hmm. physical. Yeah. It's a lot of moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was ultimately, I mean, yeah, it was good. And that the very the very last scene was really touching. Mm. You I think you were crying by the end of that, weren't Look, you? Look, I mm-hmm. every movie has made me cry, including no bit hot tub time machine. Oh, that's a tearjerker for sure. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah their friendship at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh anyway, go on. Yeah, so I mean the that last scene where Michael Richards' soul yeah. kind of, you know, is kind of like, it kind of just departs through the window. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's real weird. <laughs> it's actually through the stained glass, and yeah. Jesus, like, frowns when he passes through. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then obviously, Gavin Stone yeah. is he, resurrected. He's resurrected. I mean, it's kind of like, it's actually like, yeah. you would think that they would have built that up, especially with James Cameron helming this thing. Yeah. Not... And it was kind of like a letdown. It was weirdly it was anticlimactic. It was then, a beautiful letdown, which... God! <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was painful. Oh, that, that, no, it was good. Uh, mm-hmm. Can we talk about the love interest in this movie? Uh, mm-hmm. God? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, it's weird that they that, cast him, though, with... Uh, what's the um, What's the sister of... Oh, I can't remember her name. She's... Uh, She's a real popular actress. Rebecca Romaine Stamos. <laughs> That's her. That's her. Yeah. I was thinking John Stamos' sister. Yeah. yeah. But it's actually his wife. That's why I was confused. Mm, gotcha, gotcha, but gotcha. Yeah, yeah, she's great. She was... It's weird, though, because they... They're both attractive enough to seem related. In her contract, she was required to wear her um, mutant costume, you know, from mm-hmm. the They actually can't X-Men. get her out of it. She's yeah. still in it, and mm-hmm. they're not even putting her in the movies yeah. anymore. Yeah. 
I mean, but if you had that outfit, would you ever take it off? Like, yeah. no. I mean, she was playing. God, it is problematic so because cool. she is referring to herself as a person of color. Now. Oh no! Yeah, don't do that, Rebecca. Rebecca, come on. James, it, on the makes, podcast. It, it really makes sense though, because James Cameron, he was like, you know, we just need more blue <laughs> Avatar-like people. In James this. Cameron is in his yeah. blue period. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh man. I'm quitting the podcast mm-hmm. after this. <laughs> Just kidding, I can't. The, the climax of the sh- the climax of this movie mm-hmm. was exciting because Gavin Stone did get resurrected just in time to suplex the property owner who wanted to foreclose the church. <laughs> yeah, and that was like, and everyone got up in the pews and cheered. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. He's an old guy. He can still pull off a perfect German suplex, bridged mm-hmm. at the end, pinned him one, two, three. It was phenomenal. Yeah. The ref came out. Yeah. yeah Try great. pinning your landlord next time they want rent. Like, oh, it works great. Man. If, they, if you pin them, then you've done it. Yeah. Legally, you don't have to pay them rent, for, but only for that month. So you've got to pin them every month. And they're going to be monthly pinning. They're yeah. going to be ready on month two. Right. Month two, they will have worked out. You have to come up with really creative ways to do this, like hiding in a bush. <laughs> bushel. You have to handcuffing yourself when you talk to them Mm -hmm. disguising (laughs) yourself as the pizza man (laughs) disguising yourself as a giant bill oh yes a hundred dollar bill perfect a giant novelty check Mm -hmm. disguising yourself as a giant novelty check pretending to date them (laughs) oh and then on date four you suplex you suplex them free rent listen if you haven't been suplexed by the fourth date your relationship's not going anywhere (laughs) (laughs) um so he he suplexed the the landowner of the church the entire church marked out for Gavin Stone. They all mm-hmm. freaked out. They all did the crotch chop, and mm-hmm. then they all too sweet at each other. Mm-hmm. And that was for the heaven and a seven match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the property owner was taken to hell by the devil. Yeah. It's wild. It was wild. There was a lot of, like, devil positive stuff in this Christian film. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like Gavin Stone should have also done more super kicks. I mean, you should have been tipped off, though. Gavin is kind of a demonic-sounding name. Never met a good Gavin. That's no, true. There's a lot of bad Gavins. A lot there. of bad Gavins. The singer for uh, Bush was named Gavin. Yep. Something. A bad start. Can we can we also say that bad Gavins sounds like a '90s punk band name? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a Franz Ferdinand type band. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys like the bad Gavins? <laughs> I can't name another another Gavin. Can you? No. What? Hmm. Dance Gavin Dance is that real? That's a band. Well, he's <sighs> Gavin's too stuck up to dance. That's I don't like him. That's fair. Uh, what would you guys? What would you guys rate this movie? You don't have to do the disciples. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs. Two thumbs. Mm-hmm. Out of how many thumbs? Five 17. thumbs. <laughs> pretty low mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't know if i can even rate it one thumb oof mm-hmm. but i mm-hmm. like the way that like how that rhymes one thumb so <laughs> i will rate it one thumb all right cool well let's move on to tune talk
it's tunage. it's time are, okay yeah what's the name of the segment are we calling it are, are we saying it's time to praise it or is it tune talk because i like tune talk uh all right tune well, talk kind of sounds like we're going to talk about like porky the pig or something though or the, the mmorpg by disney toontown mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a guy I follow on Twitter who's just been watching a bunch of Porky Pig cartoons for like two weeks and live tweeting it, and it's been amazing. <laughs> follow at Connor Ratliff, everybody, if oh, you're interested. Okay, okay. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say at the real Donald. But, no, uh, he's an improviser from New York. He's on the Gethard Show. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I will. I think that's. I think that's a good idea. Uh, so. Uh, so w- where do you want to start? Okay, the first thing that I want to talk about is just I just want to take you to a place. Okay. In the past, the deep recesses of Eric Gauze and high school. Okay. I'm take closing yourself, my eyes. Take yourself back to 90s uh, middle America and uh, two young, nice boys, Christian boys, who learning are, are learning how to play the electric guitar. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Want to be in a band together. My good friend Randy and I. Every Wednesday before youth group, our ritual was to go to the Christian bookstore and check out the underground Christian rock music. So while you had your DC talks and your audio adrenalines and your Michael W. Smiths and all those things, there was this whole kind of West Coast thing that was happening. So we would go and we would, uh, you could, do you guys, did y'all ever go to like a Christian bookstore? They, they, yes. They, oh, yeah. I, I had lots of Mardell t-shirts. Yeah, Mardell is the Oklahoma thing. And I grew up in Louisiana, and they were just there was one like really kind of in a bad part of town kind of Christian bookstore and stuff. But they would always get in this cool music on tape, on cassette tape, mm-hmm. you know. And there's a record label called Tooth and Nail that you guys are probably familiar with. We are. We just put out an episode with Zach Smith who talked a lot about some bands from Tooth and Nail. Yeah. Yeah. And me, me without you specifically. Me without, without you, you specifically. Yeah. And and a lot of their later bands and even some of the early ones that they signed uh went on to like do a lot of stuff kind of crossover and like more like I mean uh May was a, kind of a later one. Uh, I remember them, I think. Amberlin may have I remember it. Amberlin. I, know about Amberlin. Yeah, yeah. I had a college roommate who was a big Amberlin head. Yeah. My so. wife yeah. likes Amberlin. Um, <laughs> I don't listen to a whole lot of Christian music now. Um, every once in a while, I'll pull it out for like the nostalgia's sake. But, sure. Uh, and there's some stuff. I mean, there's good stuff out there. But um, I kind of I lean on the Brad Chad vibe with the, the worship music and yeah. the Christian music scene. But... Um, so yeah, so the bands that I I really got into when I was like, you know, that moment where you just get your license in your own car and you can drive and you're jamming out. And you're like, nobody's going to tell me what to listen to. I'm going to rebel so hard. I'm going to listen to underground Christian music. Yep. Yes. Yep. You know? Uh, so. 16 is around the first time mm-hmm. Christian boys start to form opinions. Oh, uh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. 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 And those opinions are good. Mm-hmm. Universally Honestly, good. Yeah. As you can tell from this podcast. Yeah. And man, you could judge your non-Christian friends so hard for listening to their secular music yeah. if you could like turn them onto this cool. And thing. you can judge your lamer Christian friends for listening to lamer Christian music. Phillips, really Craig, and Dean. Phil, <laughs> full of Phil Keggy, <laughs> Big Daddy Weave, <laughs> Chris Rice. Uh, mercy me. Hmm. You guys remember the cartoon? Do you remember the cartoon, cartoon song? song? Absolutely. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Uh, Yabba dabba do yeah. All right, we can't yeah, do this again. <laughs> hey, what if what if they updated that song 
and put like freaking Rick and Morty I in was, it. Yeah, I knew you were going to bring up Rick and Morty. Uh, you could put a little bit of uh, Adventure Time in there, mm-hmm. which would be really hard to work that in. Such uh, a lush. Oh, yeah. That's a lot mm-hmm. of work. Little Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know. Is that a oh. thing? Yes. Like that. It's, oh, I'm furious. It's time. Anyway. So. Uh, the guys from regular show be like, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> so we would, we would, <laughs> do you remember you could walk into the little tiny airtight room and play the music on a, like a, like a cassette deck? Yeah. I miss that a lot, by the way. Yeah, oh, that was great. It was like... Like a booth. A listening booth. Yeah. 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 No one can judge me no. in this place. You could be listening to anything in there. Yeah, With, but you weren't. You were listening to some sort of Christian metal. <laughs> <laughs> Disciple. Disciple. You can't even tell it's Christian, guys. Mm-hmm. That's like... <laughs> Is he saying he loves his girlfriend or he loves Jesus? I could be. He's just saying I love you over and over again. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But no, so okay, so so, Tooth and Nail uh, early on had some really cool different stuff, and I, I mean all night. I mean I don't know if you guys are big fans of like '90s like alternative music in general, yeah. but like you know that was a really cool mm-hmm. time and where it didn't have to be super commercial for it to be popular. And so, um, yeah, so that's that's kind of what I got into. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I listened to some poor old Lou earlier, and I uh, I'm extremely into it. Did you like it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's real good. It's really different. Like, uh, it definitely is like a West Coasty kind of like pop rock, but not like your MXPX, not like right. your, you know, Reliant K, like not that kind of punky, but more of like a... It's like it's really more melodic. punk, but they understand hooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like a Blink-182 situation? No! Or? It's more punk, less pop, but like, just, I don't know. It's different. Like, um... Kind of a lush melodic kind of punk or mm-hmm. something, which if that's an, even a thing. It's good mm-hmm. content. What uh, what songs do you want to want to start out? What do you got, got pulled up? Got pull the up. whole damn. So deal this here. was the first album that I was introduced to. Sin, nice, very short and sweet. Oh nice. hell yeah! Um, and yeah, play that. Uh, World falls down. That's a good. That's cool. a good oh. track. Oh, use, oh, I'm doing I it. Forgot You're we're going to use H Dog's phone. H Dog has. What kind of phone do you have there? I've got an iPhone 6. Mm. Ooh. That's the 6th generation iPhone, for those of you keeping track mm. at home. I'm holding out for the iPhone 69. You know what I'm saying, folks? Mm. All right. The so sexiest I'm, I'm looking ever. for yeah. Yeah. poor old Lou. Lou is with an L L-U. and a U. Is that short for Lucifer? Mm. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think it's so... actually a reference to a uh, C.S. Lewis this, is it like okay. the screw tape letters? letters? Okay. Yeah, I feel like I hate to I hate to recycle this joke, but did you know that C.S. Lewis <laughs> is short for Carlos Santana Lewis? <laughs> that is a joke well worth recycling, my friend. It's a hot one. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, okay, what's the album? Uh, Sin, and it's yellow, and it has a um. Oh, they're little... oh they're kind of color coded. That's fun. What is that? What are those called? You get them at Easter. It's a little bunny, little chub, or little uh, marshmallow peep. peep. Yeah, it has a peep, peep. on it. Peep. I wonder if they acquired the rights from Peep. From Peep, is the company Peep? peep. I think it's Peep. Is it Peep? Peeps. Peep. 
Peepus? Peepus. <laughs> Peepus Co. presents is Peeps. Pe- is it Peepus? <laughs> I, I, I hope it is Peepus because I would love the employees to say where they work. Every I work. It's Peepus. just a typo of Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, a so nice, tall, cool. My world falls down. That sounds. That's a good place to start. All so right. this is this is. Imagine we're all like fifteen. Okay, easy. And <laughs> and you found. Do you want the beginning of the song? Sure. Okay. Sure, we'll do the beginning. All right. And you found you finally found something that you can throw on in your room when you're angry at your parents, yeah. but not feel too guilty, right? Because it's still for the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. <laughs> All right, here De-lort. we go. Okay. My world falls down. Poor old Lou. It's great. Wait, wait, what? Kind of a little Bob Dylan thing going on there. The vocals? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's different. Like a little bit of a... (laughs) (laughs) It was Jacob Dylan's first foray into um, Christian... (laughs) You guys are familiar with Christian artist 80s Bob Dylan, right? (laughs) Right, exactly. Yeah, I had to do an 80s Bob Dylan song for my old worship band. No way. Yeah, I don't even remember which one. Slow Train of Coming? No, I don't know. It's from that so. album, I'm sure. That Probably, yeah. Christ- that was his Christian era. Almost definitely. But I, yeah, uh, that was. Uh, so then you were like, okay, this is cool. I can jam out to this in the car. Yeah. It's good. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's much better than. <laughs> Phillips, Craig, and, and Dean. Dean. Yeah. <laughs> or Michael Smith Sr. <laughs> Michael Smith Sr. <laughs> Michael H.W. Smith, yeah. Yeah, Michael H.W. Smith. <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, I My best friend in middle school was a big Mercy Me head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> Sounds like a real nerd. I don't want to out him on the cast, but I'll tell you all later. Please, please. Um, uh, I, think, I think we're going to play from my phone. Now for sound okay. reasons. Sure, sure, okay. sure. Uh, so what, what, uh, what poor old Lou song do you want to really crank out next? Really crank out. We need to just kind of go through like a little bit of the, a little bit of the progression here because they uh, were very um, kind of rough around the edges. And then in this nice. picture of the Eighth Wonder album, okay. shout out anybody from poor old Lou if you're still. Poor Jamming. old Lou. Anybody from Poor Old Lou, if you want to come on the cast, I believe I they were it. brothers in the band Jesse and Aaron Sprinkle, which is a cool kind of a cool name. That is cool. It's, it's like brothers. it's like Dean and Gene Ween, except it's, Christian. Yeah. yeah. And also, they probably had a problem with like, you know, peeing. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's with, with what? With peeing. Peeing. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure they got picked on when they were. Oh, sure. Jesse Sprinkle. Oh, you're sprinkling. Sprinkling all over mm-hmm. the. Mm-hmm. Um, play. <laughs> uh, Chance for the Chancers. Cool. Just just a little bit of sampling from that. 
Just... They have a song called What If Uncle Ben Had Lived? Mm-hmm. Kick ass. That rules. Mm-hmm. All right, here, let's... He'd I'm... still be called the human spider. That's just all it says. <laughs> I actually thought before, I wasn't into comic books as a kid, and I thought that was the rice. Like Uncle <laughs> Uncle Ben's... Oh, the rice. The uncle. rice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The brother to Rice's dad. Math rock is that what that is? I like a time signature change. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's like Christian grunge, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 basically. Yeah, cool. It's like without the Eddie Vedder, right? It didn't have quite have that kind of right. Yeah, it it was like more of a like an incubus type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really like it. It's very flannel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was Mm -hmm. definitely like uh, a, a welcomed change from. The audio adrenaline big house movie, yes, which was mm-hmm. just kind of which I wasn't totally also. I was, I mean, it was, you know, you're a kid, you're like into anything, yeah, but. yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, you brought up audio adrenaline. We got to talk about the song Big House for a mm-hmm. second, yeah, yeah. Um, I need to know what classic, uh, yeah, yeah, a, a standard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need to know what side of the fence you guys fall on when the line. I know exactly mm-hmm. what you're going to say. Well, I know where this is Yeah. <laughs> With a big, big yard where we can play football, are you on team say touchdown afterwards or team don't say touchdown afterwards? Yeah, it has to be really lit in, yeah. the, in the room to, right. to throw out a touchdown. I mean, it, if it's just kind of a half-hearted like, sing-along of yeah. it, no. But if, it, if it's if like... If everyone's like going... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last night at camp. Yeah. You're totally stoked. You're high on the spirits moving. Yeah, you're Dr. High. Pepper and Funyuns. <laughs> you're just all snacked out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're gonna go football. Touchdown! Touchdown! Oh, my God, that was a reflex. <laughs> <laughs> See how quick that happened. Uh, cool. I. Here's the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna fight this a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. It barely fits. Wow. Touchdown barely fits there. <sighs> Like, why not say, you could say nothing, like the mm-hmm. like the writers of the song intended. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could say, hut. Mm. Doesn't quite have that I, I feel, I think touchdown works. I think it's it's syncopated a little bit in or, a way that's fun. Mm-hmm. Where we could play football, touchdown. touchdown. It's, yeah, that's how you do it. But then you're just like, it, you can't sing along with the rest of the verse because you've like... You can. Do you? Where we can play football. Touchdown. A big, big. big It's easy. Fuck you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I led worship for years, buddy. I know how to do it. Listeners, uh, we. I want. I want to hear from you. I don't care what they want. Um, 
Can we uh, can we take one more of of those kind of examples of something that because Christian okay. music is always famous for hijacking, right? And like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So, so the the classic Motown song "Lean on Me," mm-hmm. there was a similar thing there, you know. That yeah. I'm gonna need elbow. Oh, Did you guys ever hear that? Oh, Do you remember oh, that? Shit. Four, five. I hate it. Won't yeah. be long. Exactly. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I okay. hate that one. I, I would it. rather. So you hate, all, you hate all that. Yeah. But yeah. you but like touchdown. Touchdown's yeah. fun. Team touchdown. It's fun to yell touchdown one time. Mm-hmm. That's that's my thing. It doesn't need to be a bit that you're doing for the whole damn song. Mm-hmm. But if you're feeling it, I think it works rhythmically. Okay, yeah, I like it as, okay, I, I don't mind it as a feeling it thing, but it's got to happen every time with these people. <laughs> it's got to happen every time to work foot. <laughs> That's where it gets a little, little tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't, like, you're going to score a touchdown every time? What is that saying to kids? <laughs> That's setting a. Why uh, not say first down mm-hmm. yeah. once? Or like, uh, incomplete. Or. Mm-hmm. Game over. Safety. No, that wouldn't work either. Two point or, or field goal. Field. Good punt. Uh, good good <laughs> fundamentals. <laughs> Spiral pass. Kneel for the pledge. <laughs> A big, big <laughs> Well, yeah. Um Okay, yeah, because Okay, I'm trying to think of other examples. you have other examples? Because I'm like trying to think of a few more. I I can't think of any any good ones. All right, listeners at home, uh, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what side of the fence you've fallen on this whole touchdown debacle. Uh, post at us or tweet at us with hashtag touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yep. No way to get that confused. With real football? Also, right. if you're in Audio Adrenaline, we'd love to hear your take on that. Yeah, can we get, kind can of we get preferred... an, Yeah, can we get a voice of authority in on this issue? Yeah. We want to know what's canon <laughs> in the big house. Yeah, can you canonize this? <laughs> what's happening at the big house? <laughs> or, to, or to try a show on Crackle and give up on it. Except for Held Up. Held Up is a good show on Crackle. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah, it was written by the Sklar Brothers, stars John Doerr. Cool. <clears throat> Tig Notaro's into it, in it. As well. Well, I say Tig Yes Taro to that. Uh, let's have another Poor Old Lou song. Um, there was also, there was uh, My World Falls Down, which was the first one that, on that list. Throw it in there. And I, I listened to that one. I liked it a lot. I'm going okay. to crank that soldier boy. Mm-hmm. Crank it. You were a soldier in the Crusades, didn't you? <laughs> So good, yeah. Like it's, it's real good. Yeah, yeah. It it holds up too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, like I mean, you mentioned in- Incubus, and like that's kind mm-hmm. of a sound that came out probably like six or seven years later. Yeah. You know, just a yeah. clean guitar, a lot of like cool well, what, what is the date 
on the what's the album release date? The album release date, or just like the year, or the even. year is ninety five. Yeah, ninety five. So. Yeah, yeah. That's and these boys started in ninety three, and I feel like they the last album they released was in like two thousand three, four, oh two actually. Two? Yeah, yeah. What happened to these guys? Uh, so the one of the brothers went off and did a lot of solo stuff, and I think the other one produced. I think you know, um, the singer. I don't. I don't think he went off and did anything else. But, yeah, I mean, it was good. It was kind of a weird era. Like, there were a lot of uh, a lot of bands that just kind of came out of that label in those, like, like 92 to 97, 98. Oh, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. They didn't go on to Tooth and Nail until 01. Uh-oh. Before what? that, they were on Alarma. Alarma. Alarma, Alarma Records, yeah. Which that's I don't a, know anything that's about. That's alarming. Look, who else is on <laughs> Alarma? Alarma, the label, mm-hmm. has arm has uh, an artist called Gore and Carnage. Mm. <laughs> Classy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's odd. All right. Yeah. No wonder he didn't win in two thousand. <laughs> what kind of VP is that? <laughs> Creator of the internet, yeah. Al Gore. I didn't know yeah. he was in that and, band. And Greg cool. Carnage, actually. <laughs> Greg W.H. Carnage. <laughs> Greg Whitehouse Carnage. Yeah. <laughs> that was his whole platform for yeah. that campaign. He's like, it's in, it's literally in my name. Yeah, yeah. What you see is what you get, guys. Yeah. What's a guy got to do to get in the white? The... <laughs> it was confusing because... He was a mime, and all of his campaign was mimed, so it was really yeah. difficult to... That's probably why they never got anywhere, but yeah. It was good. Good stuff. People really love it when their VP candidate talks. Mm-hmm. It's a bold strategy that didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Not always. Didn't work for McCain. <laughs> Folks, this has been Political Takes. Just real surface-level politics talk here on the Praise Town. <laughs> the... The pundit down? Is that what the pundit down, folks? Socialism or barbarism? <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has been it has been getting political. It has mm. been. We've been doing it. It's it's fun to do. Yeah. Uh <laughs> All right. So what do we have any other uh what what are the, what are some more? Um there I've still got the whole list that was sent. We'll play something from their last album just cuz it'll show how they sounded similar but a little bit more, you know, matured a little cleaned up a little cleaned up a little got a nice professional we'll just, haircut we'll just play yeah they did they were wearing business slacks at this point <laughs> i'm sure we'll just play this oh first. early 2000s is that when mm-hmm. oh okay that's the time to do that
I love that guitar part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a little bit more polished, yeah. maybe, and kind of a cleaner sound. By that huh. time, they had transitioned onto the label. Sure. In in earnest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To the nail records. Mm-hmm. Huh. So yeah, th- there was a there were a good, solid band that I listened to for many many years and still do occasionally. Huh. So yeah. I like that a lot. It's yeah. like it's like so. It's heavy in such a fun way, but right. it doesn't lose that like melodic. Mm-hmm. Like it's clear that they really like went for it as far as arranging these bad boys. Mm-hmm. So one thing that always kind of lacked a lot in the contemporary Christian music was like musicianship. You yeah, know? and that's what kind of the the kind of underground you know alternative Christian music kind of it maintained a little bit better. You know, which is why you have so many of those bands that kind of came out of that <laughs> genre and then like became popular cross makes sense cross like so we know about mute math mm-hmm. right what other what other uh like secular transitions are like have you heard of uh i mean there's a there's a lot but i mean i what was that band called there's a lot of them that are more like in the emo genre uh yeah, MXPX was a big one. I re- do y'all, did y'all ever listen to them? Mm, yes. Like, okay, they were more like straight, just punk, Green Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, they they had some pretty good commercial success. And I mean, you guys have already talked about uh, um, Pillar, and we have actually we've not, not discussed. We've Pillar. not oh, okay. really gotten into Pillar as much as I think we could have. Yeah. I know you talked about John Rubin quite a bit. At we some did point. talk about John Rubin, who has had no crossover success. Oh, God, is he is he pursuing crossover success? I I don't know. I think this is. Yeah, I think it goes in two. Yeah, and we're back. Cool. Yeah, no, I don't. I, probably not. I don't know what he's pursuing. <laughs> he's pursuing something. But like Lecrae, you know, he's a rap guy. That, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. he's yeah. had some pretty good commercial stuff recently. I, yeah, I, I, I haven't. I don't really ha- listen to a ton of Christian music mm-hmm. anymore. But yeah, there's there's some people out there that are pretty pretty creative, and and you'd be like kind of surprised that they're in that genre. So I don't know if these mm-hmm. guys really ever did any uh, any of that, but they're good. They're. I mean, these Solid. cats can play for sure. Wow. <laughs> Do we have a cat noise on your soundboard? Let me, let me find a cat noise. One second here. There was a cat in this room. That's yeah, true. Could, if oh, it could it. make a cat noise. He's <laughs> sitting on the bag. Okay. <laughs> it's currently busy. Yeah, he's doing cat things. Mm-hmm. Let me see. These cats can play. <laughs> that is the worst. <laughs> that is hands down the worst cat noise I've ever heard. That's the that disgusted the woman shit. version of... God, I hated that. Do, do you got another one? Bah. I've got Cougar. These cats can play. Yes, bitch. Hell yeah. Oh, baby, that's going in. Mm. Oh, yes. Mm. That's All right, good cat. Perfect. All right. Um, so are we making this a, a poor old Lou episode? Or are we, are yeah, we- we'll... We can't do Alex, we can't keep doing this. <laughs> the only reason we didn't do it this whole episode is because I didn't have my phone plugged in. 
Whereas I would have been, I, I want to really incorporate this one a lot. It's fun. It's fun to do as a drop. Yeah, also it, very appropriate. For it's yeah. it's a good down. phrase that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so is this going to be a poor old Lou episode or are we doing survey? Mm, I don't know. We'll do, do poor old Lou. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll come back to uh, okay. uh, these other boys. Okay, let's, uh, let's, let's dig a little bit. Um, I don't know how much, I don't know how much you know about this band. I mean, they're obviously a Christian band. Mm-hmm. But is there an what can you what is their like big theme. songwriting angle? Yeah, their theme. Um. Oh wow! I mean, I think they liked to write a lot about. Uh, I think all of them were very um, like they were kind of family guys. Like they not like the show. Not like oh, the they're all beta beta Griffins. They all did their... It, I'm the family most, guy. Most of the songs are about family guy episodes. Oh, okay. No, I think they all like were trying to start families and raise families and do all this while being a working band and everything. So a lot of that kind of comes through and like struggling. They have... Um, I mean, I think a lot of it's just about kind of wrestling with like what you what your like what your faith is and like beliefs and stuff. And they, uh, I think in the later album, they talk a little bit about... Um, there's one track called The Waiting Room. It's kind of a, a really cool thing about like um kind of uncertainty in you know where you're at and mm-hmm. in your faith and stuff, which was really cool cuz that was kind of a a theme that I worked through and stuff, you know, so it was yeah. good. But yeah, I would you pulled up Aaron Sprinkle. Yeah, he's uh, I wanted to let you get through this first and then I'm going to drop some knowledge here. Drop Oh, cool. The knowledge. Well, Aaron Sprinkle just put out a new album this year. Okay. Called Real Life. Ten albums, or ten songs on it. And the top song has 457,000 plays compared to the top poor old Lou song, which had 22,000. <laughs> and the cool. one below that had six. Oh, that's good. So Aaron what? Sprinkle's solo stuff seems to be doing really well. He's yeah. the real Brian Wilson of this mm-hmm. thing. He absolutely yeah, he seems to have been. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were brothers. Uh, had a lot of musical ability. A lot of, uh, I think, I think. I'm um, so I'm guessing Jesse, the other guy, went and produced a lot of other acts and bands. And probably, yeah. But that's cool. I didn't even know that. So do you want to? Do you want to play Waiting Room? Yeah, let's wanna, play that. Play All right, let's that? do it. Okay. Sorry, I'm I'm back on uh, Aaron Sprinkles here. Okay, here we go. Yeah. 
Again, I love that guitar part that it starts who's, with. Like, who's playing guitar? Is that Aaron or Jesse? I think it's Aaron. This and I'm pretty sure Jesse played the drums, or I could have that mixed up. Okay, yeah, because I'm on I'm on Aaron's Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says he when he releases solo stuff, he he plays everything except drums. Mm-hmm. He plays almost all instruments except drums. Mm-hmm. And his wife, Karina, occasionally writes lyrics, which is That's nice. Cool. Huh. That's, That's a, a fun thing they can do together. I'm happy yeah. for them. Um, so I guess I guess Jesse was the guy uh, banging the skins, huh? Yeah, the rhythm, the rhythm section. Uh, a tour de force. A real tour de force. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, kind of interesting. Uh, and that was like, I think my big motivation in high school and finding all this music was really to like share it with people and say, hey, like, here's something that you don't have to listen to Michael Smith Sr. And you don't have to listen to this because there's some other stuff that's actually good and actually. You don't have to listen to Carmen. You don't right. have to listen to Carmen. Now, <laughs> by the way, it's spelled Carman. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. I went to a Carmen concert when I was a kid. Oh, can we talk about it? The the little girl behind me <laughs> turns to her mom and says, "Mom, I want to go up there and meet Jesus." <laughs> <laughs> oh, she thought Carmen was Jesus. She thought Carmen was Jesus. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I get it. Yeah, uh, I could see how you could mistake him. Yeah, I would describe Carmen's like showmanship as kind of narcissistic a little bit. Mm, slightly, yeah. Yeah, I mean. And by slightly, I mean a lot. Yeah. yeah. I was hoping it wasn't just me. Um, he was like a one-man power team, you know? <laughs> yeah. He he tore a phone book at one point with his thighs. Uh. Um, <laughs> doing anything with your thighs is really funny. Yeah. If you have They're like, like arms but bigger. Why aren't people doing more thigh stuff? <laughs> if you have like 11 minutes to kill, you should listen to Carmen the Champion. Do you remember that? No. It was like a really long song about this epic battle, like a boxing match between Jesus and Satan. Okay, because usually battles in Carmen songs are between Carmen and Satan. <laughs> well, I think in the video, the music I video, I think Carmen wishes played, he was Jesus. He played Jesus. I'm pretty sure, and maybe, <sighs> maybe even multiplicity that a little bit. Ooh. Played the devil. Oh, too, I don't know. Oh, this is a real like. I think I was in fourth grade, so it's my memories are yeah. fuzzy. That was like in the eighties. Sure, Carmen is <laughs> wild. Uh, uh, I'm looking up. I'm looking up what Jesse Sprinkle gets up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also known as Utah Biggs. I don't know why. Whoa! Uh, yeah. he's the only Mormon rapper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's a bit of a soldier of fortune. He's played in Morella's Forest, Demon Hunter. Oh, yeah. oh wow! Um, Demon Hunter. Talked about Demon Hunter. We did. Um, he's played for Cutlass, Starflyer Fifty Nine. Starflyer is a good band too. Yeah, Christian Shoegaze, My Bloody mm-hmm. Christian Valentine. Yeah. yeah, My Blood of Christ Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I left right into the microphone. Uh, my Blood of Christ Valentine. <laughs> my Grape Juice Valentine. My Communion. I was about to, yeah, my <laughs> Communion Grape Juice, juice. Valentine. <laughs> Uh, we got to talk about Starflyer Fifty Nine at some point. Yeah, yes, they're, please. They're but uh, so 
the, so their themes are trying to become family guys mm-hmm. and the struggles of that and you mentioned struggles of faith which are difficult for non underground christian acts right. to discuss exactly yeah because i feel like in order to be a commercially successful christian artist you have to not have not encourage real discussions about your faith mm-hmm. yeah. you, you just have to be, to be like, very surface you, you just be like oh it's solid don't worry yeah dude. yeah uh, i'm just gonna sing about how great everything is don't worry about it and if it is some sort of struggle or something it's something that is very like don't worry i handled it yeah yeah, yeah right. exactly yeah or like i'm sad yeah but mm-hmm. gen- generally sad not real sad right not like yeah. dealing with depression or anything like that right. So. Or it's it's like I'm sad. You know what I do when I get sad? I pray, and it's mm-hmm. fine. Fixed it. Then it yeah, fi- done. yeah it's yeah. done. Yeah, touchdown. So do do we want to do you want to move into final thoughts? Yeah, more yeah, songs. Thoughts. Yeah, let's let's get into final thoughts here. Um, let's start with you, Heath. Okay. Um, poor old Lou. They uh, I, I I like learning about underground Christian music. Cause I like, I like learning how creativity can kind of branch in that direction. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause the bands kind of start feeling more like bands that would have talked about this anyway, rather than bands that have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So these are, these are Christian guys that are playing, playing music that, would have just talked about this anyway. Like nobody's making them be a Christian band. Like yeah. this is just their life that they're talking about. So mm-hmm. I, I, I like that. It, it feels like a different perspective rather than just an inferior genre. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, which is what it kind of gets cast as pretty often. Uh, poor old Lou. They, uh, Cats can play. I, don't, I know sure. you that the sound bite. Uh, I didn't have it ready. That's all right. <laughs> I'm sure the, the magic of editing mm-hmm. can fix that. The these cats can play. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the strength is in the uh, the, the obvious strength is the guitar lines because those are yeah they're gorgeous, right? Um, yeah. And they do a lot of interesting things musically with like time signature changes. And uh, weird kind of offbeat vocal mm-hmm. uh, like I don't know what word I'm looking for. The vocals are kind of weird and fun and unique. Mm. Um, to me, they kind of feel more like a band that probably started in a garage rather than in a Nashville recording studio. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. You can, you can hear how they started, which mm-hmm. I, yeah. which I like when I hear it. Um, it, it kind of feels like a Weezer type thing. Yeah. Mm. We're yeah. like, Oh, you can hear how they started playing. Yeah. Um, you can hear the, the nuts and bolts of it. I liked that about it. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of grunge. Mm hmm. But, but I did enjoy this. I'm gonna go ahead and give it. Uh, you know our rating system. Right? Oh yeah, you're aware yes. of our rating system. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Uh, I'm gonna give it uh, eight. No Judas. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm gonna, and I'm the thing that detract what the thing that detracts most. I'm just gonna say is probably because it's not like a genre that I think I would like end up listening to on my own, mm-hmm. but I think it's very good in its own right. So, um, as as far as I'm concerned, I. I am a fan of grunge as it intersects with garage rock um, mm. and, and garage punk because that sort of all came about at the same time. Um, and I can hear a little bit of that in this. And I, I really like that uh, about it. It just it's real. It just sort of gets in your guts. Um, and of course, the yeah, the beautiful guitar lines. Um, it's just. A good it's just a good time to listen to and I probably will continue to do so in the future. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna go ahead and say ten no Judas. Ooh yeah. oh, very cool. Yeah Hi. a near perfect score. I'm sure Jesse and Aaron Sprinkle will be well pleased. Sprinkle brothers, if you if you're listening, <laughs> please come on the podcast. Do I rate as well? Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean I think the thing for me is when I think about that that time period like they're the band that i first go to and that's like everybody kind of has that in that time period and it's probably different for a lot of you know like but you can kind of pinpoint and like i was in my car and i listened to that a lot and i was in, in my friend you know hanging out with my friend and we listened to this a lot or whatever mm-hmm. and that's the cool thing for me it just it, it takes me back to a time when it was like yeah man i was listening to some rock i like i don't yeah. even listen to that type of music at all anymore <laughs> at all you know yeah but right it's it was cool um so yeah i mean obviously like i really like them and i think what's cool is every time i revisit them i'm like man this is still good it's like still good music like it's yeah. not like you listen to uh, some bands from back in the 90s and you're like that is so mm-hmm. you know marcy playground you know or whatever <laughs> for, me, for me it was uh for me it was beast wars <sighs> Yeah, going just, back and watching Beast Wars. Just a show that I thought was good that isn't good. <laughs> yeah. No, but no, this holds up. Yeah. It's so, very good. Like you can you can hear the authenticity behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say like 10. I would say it's it's not a perfect yeah. it's not a perfect uh 11. Judas no Judas. No Judas. No Judas. No Judas. All right, uh, poor old Lou, you get uh, nine and a third disciples. Ooh, no Judas. That's good. That's that the uh, good. that's the official rating. Uh, we were doing that now. Congratulations, poor like old that. Lou. Um, we're almost done. We review the Resurrection of Gavin Stone, a film we watched mm-hmm. um, now several times. Yes, yeah, too many times. I don't even I don't even remember any other movies. Mm-hmm. No. Um, now it's your turn to give us a piece of Christian or tangentially Christian media to consume mm. for next time. Oh man, God, that's 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 tough because there's so many good Christian movies out there. <laughs> you could yeah. give us a good thing. You could give us a thing that is uh, mm. deliberately not good. Oh man, I wish that I could remember what this is called, but there was a children's series okay. uh <laughs> god i i might we might be able we to might help be you, able out. To help yeah. you out with this yeah what happened in it yeah start so there's, describing there's like a i can't i honestly cannot remember if 
he, he's a little puppet or if it was played by a young child actor. But I feel like it was a puppet. Are you not? Are you talking about McGee and me? McGee and me, yeah. That's oh, yeah. Right. This yeah, was yeah. an animated man. Okay, yeah. Uh, in, a, in a live action world. In a live yeah. action. It's yes. a, a reverse that, that space actually, jam. That was actually his catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just an animated man in a live action okay. world. Okay, yeah. so I don't know if this has already been brought to your attention to review, but... I'm a. I mean, obviously we're aware of it. Yeah. But no, we have. It has not been brought to us for review. McGee and Me was a. Uh, it, I I remember as a child, it was made for an audience of children. Mm-hmm. I was creeped out by it as a kid. So yeah, there were a few. Uh, there were a few that came out around that time that I never really got on board with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obviously, Veggie Tales is yeah. It's the oh yeah. But there was that Odyssey one that I never felt great oh, about. Really? American, uh, no, uh, yeah, Adventures in Odyssey. Adventures in Odyssey. Adventures yeah. I was Odyssey. a big fan of that one. Hmm. I liked that one. I preferred it to McGee and Me. I will yeah. s- I'll say that yeah. much. But I also just had a blanket hatred of live action anything at that mm-hmm. age. Yeah. If yeah, if this could be found, I would, I would love to find. There was a game for the Nintendo Entertainment System, the original, mm-hmm. called Bible Adventures. And mm. it was so fun to play. Oh. You you could you played several different there were different mm. selections and you could be Noah getting the animals, rounding them up, putting them on the ark. It was oh. legit. If that could be found and you could play that and review that game, it'd be also something really good. We could probably find We could probably find a ROM of it. Yeah, we could probably find a ROM or even oh, at least Jill, it seems has already found one. Yeah. Okay. Or even a let's play. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to hear I don't want to listen to a YouTuber go like, "Oh, what's up guys?" Whoa. <laughs> Unless it's uh somebody from Polygon, the only good yeah. gaming YouTube. Yes. <laughs> uh the Praise Down endorses Polygon. It's yeah. A, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the only good gaming YouTube. Uh, They're big know. fans of the Praise Down. Yeah, sure. they are. I would be honored to find out that anybody from Polygon is a fan of the Praise Down. Yeah, that would honestly be the best. Yeah, thing. They any don't know of the McElroy brothers, mm-hmm. Pat, Gill, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just anybody. Allegra, anybody, anyway. But not Nick. Not Nick. <laughs> Nick Robinson, you're banned from listening to this podcast. <laughs> Get out of here, bud. Get out of here. Quit listening to it. We should have done this earlier in the podcast. Yeah, we should have. I'm sorry if you already listened to it. Uh, <laughs> he listened to a long, a long podcast. Yeah, to, find, to hear that he just to have. get denounced at the yeah. end of it, to get a chastening, <laughs> chastised, chastening. <laughs> so, uh, I think that's been. I think that's we're, been podcast. We're almost mm-hmm. almost yeah. done. Um, do you want to plug anything? Uh no, I don't per- personal or profesh? No, I don't have any things to plug. Okay. I'm, do, I'm a, do you want to plug online e-commerce? Uh I mean, I'll recommend it if you feel like you need sure. to go buy something online. Yeah, go go buy something online. Yeah. You know, show the internet some love. <laughs> <laughs> put your put your credit card online <laughs> haphazardly. I mean, don't even try to do any security yeah. measures. Oh, God, don't oh. even think Share about your it. passwords with everyone, you yeah. know. It make, rules. Them, make them easy. Yeah. <laughs> what if you die and people need to get into your stuff? Yeah. That I mean, is make, a genuine concern. Make your username and password the same exact thing. That's, mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. That's, make your username password and your password mm-hmm. password. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a best practice for yeah. online shopping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Uh, also, email your credit card to the company. Yes, 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 yes. That is, and just just tell them this is my credit card. This is my code. How many? How many times? Google your social security number. <laughs> Google has it. Yeah, that's <laughs> they this do. Is true. Google has everything. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's the show. Thank you so much for coming on. We're gonna sign off. Yeah. In the same way we always do by saying the same thing we always Our say. Our catchphrase here on the praise down. Yeah. Uh, uh, let your let your light. Let, you, let your light shine, shine through down. like an arrow arrow true. Uh-huh. And bobble abba doo wop wop bamboo. It's good. It's catchy. Yeah. It's a catchphrase we always use. Yeah, that's our that's why it's that's why it's our catchphrase. You think I'd remember it better by yeah. now. Mm-hmm. All right, bye everybody. All right, bye. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>